0: You just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess.
1: Goddess. Got it. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the strong women. Power, half hour your podcast and radio show to encourage, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm so happy to be here uh, with you today, bringing some love, encouragement, truth, all the good gold uh, so that once you're finished this podcast, uh, you can go about your life and your day feeling better and stronger. And that is always the goal of this podcast is to to give you tips tricks tools words love uh, so that you can feel stronger and happier and healthier and why do i do that well uh to anyone new here welcome um and to any our our wonderful long-time listeners thanks so much for your loyalty love and support Uh, i can see the numbers as they come in uh, as they're broken down and uh, i can see that there's sometimes uh just in, in tiny obscure little towns there's little clusters of uh, of listeners so mad make a love to you but of course i am your host and women's empowerment specialist kelly hickey i'm the director of strong Woman co and uh, that's a company that is designed uh, to help women be uh, our strongest happiest and healthiest selves We have one-on-one programs, online workshops, and more. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation, as I say. And you can also join our free online Facebook group. Uh, And something new happened with that uh, group uh, last week. And I did something that had been kind of nagging at me for a while, and I changed the name of the group. It was the Strong Woman Co-Tribe. And, uh, tribe was a, I mean, I find naming things very hard, even when I'm doing programs and things like that. I just, I can do programs, you know, all day long, but naming them, I find it it's extremely difficult to narrow it down and to choose the exact right word. So I, I, it took me a long time to get to tribe and tribe for me, um, as a white woman, as a settler of European descent here in Canada, um, it was a positive word for me and it had been kind of even an anti-patriarchy kind of word for me because it was mostly, it meant my... My chosen family, my friends, my tribe, um, my, my, my sisters mostly, uh, but of course my family, my chosen family. Uh, so uh, when I started to become aware that tribe um, has been a word that has been um, negatively used um, and particularly by people who look uh, and have the same ancestry as me as to uh, devalue sovereign nations and other uh, tribal nations. And I realized, uh, that using the word in 2023, um, was not empowering for all of us. So of course, uh, I would never want to do anything that was disempowering. So I was kind of like figuring out what to do. And I had a kind of a plan for a strong woman, strong women, co-sisterhood that wasn't this. Uh, I digress. I think it's cool. I like it. It's the strong woman co-sisterhood. I think we lean into the sisterhood, um, and, uh, that it's, 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 Wonderful and, and very necessary for us to listen to all of our sisters and brothers, uh, particularly uh, those that are, are look um, and believe or have act or come from different backgrounds than us. And in particular, of course, being aware of our own social location and the power that that social location uh, may give us. So that if someone from indigenous communities tell me that using a word um, hurts them, um, I shall listen. Uh, so it is the sisterhood so please uh, join us uh, online I'll put the link in the show notes as usual and now before we get into the topic of this show let's take our usual three breaths we'll do it just not take too long at it there today Uh, let's take our shoulders away from our ears you can do this no matter what you're doing you can just give them a roll give them a roll shoulders are often If you do find your shoulders up around your ears you know, give yourself some love. Maybe uh, let your inner child play. Um, that's a hard way to be, your shoulders are around your ears. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like it, so I know. But uh, I would love if you are able to, to, for you to close your eyes. Of course, not if you're walking or driving. And uh, if you can feel your feet firmly against the floor, either you're walking or, or, or sitting, uh, I want you to just notice. I want you to notice what it feels like to feel the gravity push against you that's always there keeping you to our wonderful Mother Earth. I want you to take a couple of easy breaths here. Relax the space between your eyes. And I want you to imagine all the traces of yourself you've left behind and conversations and restaurants and grocery stores and school pickups and business meetings and all of that. And I want you to suck it all in Breathe it all in, take it all in. This is all you. And repeat after me, but using your own name. I am here. I am whole. I am Kelly. But your own name, of course. All right, so we're gonna do a nice big full breath into the top and bottom parts of our lungs, breathing in here now. Hold it for a second, let it out easy. One more, just like that, breathing in with the hold this time. That was a sigh. Oh, a couple of easy breaths in between. Notice how just a couple of these breaths can make us calm down. And you can calm yourself down in this way at any point. All right. One last big, deep breath. Stretch out our lungs as much as possible. Top and bottom of the lungs. Let's go. And hold. Let it out with a big sigh. Oh, All right, let's do this. Okay, now for the topic of the show and this topic, I uh, actually had a whole other show planned and written out and a feature song chosen and everything, which was really cute. Um, but it just didn't feel right. It was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's a great show, but you know, it it might be something else. It may be a, a program slash show. I, I, I don't know. And as I was talking to, um, just clients and, uh, just some other people that I know as well, uh, in my life, I began to realize, um, that we are kind of in the need right now of some, some positive, some positive talk, some encouragement, some, some kind of uh, modeling behavior or reassurance and some kind of positive reinforcement that, yes, we are doing a good job. And specifically in dealing with uh, my clients uh, lately, I feel like I have been reminding them. And then, of course, any, any coach or teacher will say, then reminding myself because uh, these are all lessons we have to learn ourselves and, it, and completely internalize ourselves as well. And the main kind of theme that's been coming up is you're doing better than you think you are. (laughs) You are definitely doing better than you think you are. And I can promise you that. And, you know, uh, we have been through so much and I know we've talked about it. And if you listen to this this show with the last two shows, which have been the three shows of 2013, there's definitely a, a theme coming up. You know of, of understanding um and kind of uh leaving the underworld coming home to yourself and then you know doing better than you think you're doing on your journey if the journey is back to yourself if that journey is to peace if it's to love it's that this is this is where we're going but we all certainly seem to be on that journey um coming back to who we are um and and as women um we're kind of hard on ourselves and there's many reasons for that i'll get into but you know, so, uh, I have found myself, um, and, and working with my clients and friends that because, you know, we have been in high alert for so long now at the three years of chaos and weirdness and uncertainty and ter- terrifying realities. And, uh, we have been in a state of fight, flight, freeze <laughs> for all that time. Um, and it has been extremely difficult on our bodies. It's called chronic stress. And uh, we actually now have to reteach, retrain our bodies, our thoughts, our neural pathways. Um, we need to tell all of those systems that we are no longer in survival mode. We have to actually change our neural pathways. Um, I've even found myself like even how I shop. I still got COVID brain sometimes of how I shop. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I better get this. Never know when stores will close again. That, there's that subconscious kind of like underlying thing, and you know we have to tell our ourselves and our bodies that we are safe. So I want you to repeat after me: You are safe, body. Thank you, body, for enduring all you have, so that I may get to this place I'm at right now thank you body we are safe we are safe and if you need to you can keep repeating that to yourself we are safe Uh, as I probably mentioned uh to folks in other previous podcasts when I'm particularly feeling stressed or out of sorts uh there's the Louise Hay all is well everything is working out for my highest good from this situation only good will come I am safe and that like really I babble it over and over and it uh it calms me down um and you know we we have to retrain ourselves in this new world um which of course is looks a lot like the old one but we are changed we have grown we have evolved uh no matter who we are uh that we've all been affected and um you know I want you to cut yourself some slack and I want you to hear me when I say that you were doing so much better than you think. You are honestly doing really great. And, you know, I want one of the things that I, I do a lot in my work is I help women have a more accurate view of themselves. And, uh, I, I help women look at the actual data, actual evidence, actual indicators of, of in their life going on. And, you know, why, why do we have such a false view uh, of ourselves? You know, it's probably, there's probably, lots of reasons. <laughs> um, and often, you know, the bad stuff can be easier to believe and easier to remember. It sticks there. Uh, but we've also been trained uh, to think and believe bad stuff about ourselves. You know, the, the patriarchy, the system of male supremacy um, keeps women down um, by disempowering and belittling and critiquing uh, us uh, from every way. It's very consistent. The patriarchy has been alarmingly consistent <laughs> with the multifaceted ways uh, in which to disempower us so that we we are our own worst enemies in our heads and uh, and we believe the bad stuff and not the good stuff. And, you know, I want to acknowledge that so it's not you and we've been, we've been trained uh, to uh, disregard or discount compliments or, or, or positive things that people say or, you know, there's a phenomenon that um, uh, women, um, this has been found through research in social psychology, women when given a compliment um, often uh, attribute that compliment to something outside themselves, you know. Um, Or they'll diminish the compliment in some kind of way. And that's seen in in our society as almost demure, you know. Um, Humble, which is something that is a highly uh, sought after thing for the patriarchy, for women to be like. And men uh, internalize compliments much better in general. And they don't attribute it to things outside themselves. They attribute it uh, to them uh, deserving the compliment. And I always find that juxtaposition kind of funny. Just trying to help us to be, you know, more, more solid human beings. Um, but like, as we are, are getting this more accurate view of ourselves and we're seeing how hard we're working and trying and all of those things, you know, it's kind of goes back to when I first started talking about recovery and trying to go back to the state of recovery, it's almost like the, going back to a good resting state, you know, a good resting heart state uh, where other things can happen in the heart rate can go up and down, but you want, you want a good resting heart rate. and, our heart rate, uh, of course I'm speaking figuratively, uh, our heart rate, uh, has just been so high cause we've been so in the fight, fight, freeze. Oh my goodness. What's going to happen. We actually have to calm ourselves down. So I'm talking about retraining your body, retraining your thoughts. These are all things that I believe we have been doing subconsciously. So it's really good to get this out in the open. Uh, I certainly have been doing in my own, uh, in my own journey in coming back to myself and, 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 and remembering who the hell I am and all of that. Uh, so retraining, you know, your whole nervous system is what we're talking about. Your whole central nervous system has been in high alert and we got to, and, and and she's been great in keeping us alive. And now you got to be, this is where you, you're mothering the self and you step in and you say, I got this, we got this, I, I'm, we're good, you know, to, to yourself and reminding your body that she's doing great. She really is. Um, and giving love and particularly if there's any parts of your body that the, the patriarchy society or whatever, stupid thing someone said whatever it is is making you um uh, dislike or or hate part of your body just just give it some love like what a beautiful amazing opportunity it is to experience this life in this world and yes it is hard at times absolutely um life life is bitter and weird sometimes and it's also extremely beautiful and, and and just simply lovely um, you know, we are complex beings living in this complex life in this complex world and, you know, healing is not linear. And I do want to kind of, uh, bring that up specifically and just, you know, again, reminding myself as I remind you guys, um, and there was this post that, um, a client put up today and I was like, Oh, this is perfect. This is exactly, you know, and it says, it's okay if you thought you were over it, but it hits you over again. It's okay to fall apart even if you thought you had it under control. You're not weak. Healing is messy, and there's no timeline for healing. And you can, you know, three steps forward, two steps back, cha, 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 right? As, as they say. And, um, you know, as we're retraining and healing is not linear and all of this, like, let us cut ourselves some slack and realize that it's all progress. Uh, it's all, it's all, it's all work. Don't discount anything that you're doing. Um, instead look at all of the effort you're putting in, how hard you're trying. And I know you're trying hard. And why do I know this? And why is this not just fluff that I'm just saying? And what do I genuinely, cause I don't, I don't just say things in my own personal integrity. I I say things when I mean them, mean what you say, say what you mean. Um, and that's one of my own personal integrity things. And why I can say I know you are doing better than you think and why I can say I know you're trying hard and I know you're doing great is because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are a trier. You are trying. You are trying so hard. And I celebrate and applaud you for that uh, because it is it is so exhausting and continuous and unrelenting <laughs> all of the trying we have to keep going of all the healing and you know we're we're healing so much individually and collectively and intergenerationally um that it, it can f- certainly feel uh like a lot and for women in particular you know w- w- as we're trying we, we like to see often the, de- like the the supposed deficits we have and we're keen to see failures as, as, as setbacks and that's that's just not the reality or setbacks as failures these this is not, not the truth. Um, and it's honestly not how a lot of men see things. And I find it's extremely helpful sometimes to be kind of plucked out of the place in which the patriarchy has put me, uh, through, you know, 41 years of societal training and media and, and uh, you know, uh, familial structures and all of the stories and all of those things, movies, all of that. Um, and that, um, uh, having worked in so many male dominated fields as I have, I think it has genuinely helped me be more confident because I've realized A, incompetence runs the world. (laughs) B, you're a woman, you're already likely smarter than any man in your field because you have literally had to be. (laughs) And, uh, and C, you know, that, that swagger, that entitlement that they, that a lot of men walk around with why don't we, why don't we walk around with more of that? Um, and I've uh, asked myself that numerous times Well, when we're out walking with men with the, the entitlement and the swagger, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let that rub off on me a little bit. But, um, I, I often think too, when we, when we can pluck ourselves out of the patriarchy and that, that has taught us to be defeatist and belittle our accomplishments. I often think of this clip by Sarah Silverman. I'll t- I'll just load it up for you now here.
0: And, you know, when you guys were talking about asking for more, it made me think about basketball. I play basketball. I've always played basketball. But I've been playing with mostly men. And when you do that, um, you tend to... Every basket you miss is like missing a 100 baskets. And that comes from inside. The guys I'm playing with aren't going, oh, man, you know, they're not... They're thinking about their own shots. They're thinking about, and I realized that, and I put, you put so much pressure on yourself and you take it all so seriously. I mean, I love playing really hard, but um, I also love talking shit and joking around. And I realized um, you can't take a shot and miss and feel like you it means you've missed 100 shots and that you're burdening your team or something. The guys shoot and miss all the time, most of the time and they get better. And, um, you know, I'm old now, and uh, since I've realized that, and realized that it's come from inside me, how you think, what you think you deserve.
1: So that was Sarah Silverman in 2014, so about nine years ago, in doing a uh, interview uh, for Levo League, and it was on the wage gap. is isn't funny. But I I also I've used that in a few of my corporate workshops as well, um, because most people know who Sarah Silverman is. And I do think it's a helpful thing to to, for us to know um, is that different people experience the world differently um, and in no small part because the world has treated them differently. And I don't think it's just in your head. I think Sarah probably would have evolved that idea even now, nine years later. She's really good at that, at evolving her beliefs and showing us how. And, uh, you know, yes, it's inside you, but it's there for a reason. You didn't, you didn't just concoct this yourself. So I'm not going to put it all on uh, your, your shoulders. Um, but you are in control of that kind of that nagging feeling that somehow you're not doing enough and somehow, you know, your supposed setbacks are like, you know, devastating. It's, it's just one of these things. I think that, um, uh, it comes from a lot and, you know, there's this real, huge value of just shaking off the negatives, right? Just shake it off. And, and, uh, I do have noticed that men in my life do seem, uh, to be able to do that more effectively <laughs> and, uh, more quickly, uh, than a lot of, uh, women. And I think, and including my husband, um, and, uh, I've often gotten jealous of my husband of how quickly he can shake off anything that is uh, negative or most things that are negative or certainly better than or quicker than I can. And I also just want to give a shout out, you know, there's societal reasons for this, um, that, you know, we're told, uh, to be small and, and to take up less space and, you know, to not have opinions. There's so many messages, um, uh, just for, for that society gives women. And then there's oh, this whole other piece that I'm, I'm just beginning to understand, um, because I think the world in science is just beginning to understand it. And, you know, there, there are, there could be even, Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, there could be even um, uh, biological reasons for why, you know, women hold on to things or, you know, take things more to heart. And sure, there's the society, we've been given the room, the concepts, the languages, the expectations to have these emotions. So there's that, there's a real chicken and egg story. But there's also the reality of, of, of our hormones. And I, you know, if you know me, you're like, you, you wouldn't think that I'd be any kind of biological determinant. And I'm not blaming anything on hormones because that is what the patriarchy has done um, to discount and uh, belittle women for as long as we've known what hormones are. Uh, But hormones, like those little chemicals um, that uh, tell our body to, to, uh, you know, uh, to create things or not create things. Um, But I've been learning so much from my trans sisters and brothers, honestly. And I've been seeing what hormones can do. And, you know, it's funny, I've a prepubescent daughter, I'm 41, so I'm perimenopausal. And so I'm, I can feel what hormones <laughs> I can do as well. Um, and I can see it, um, um, you know, sometimes we just do feel things intensely. I, that is, that is just a reality for being human, but it's a particular reality for, um, women. And um, uh, a lot of uh, more knowledge is being made kind of uh, generally aware because of our trans sisters and brothers who are going through this. And I'm thinking about, you know, uh, a long time ago I watched a documentary on um, uh, a, a male to female transition, and it was extremely powerful to watch. And As uh, she began to take the hormones, she talked to female hormones. um, uh, She talked about like how much her skin got softer and like, you know, fat, fat was harder to lose. There's all these different things that, that uh, increased estrogen and progesterone does. And then I've also, you know, uh, listened uh, to trans friends of mine who've talked about like, you know, when, when they were, um, existing as a man in this world, um, they didn't really cry. And, uh, now with the increased, uh, estrogen and progesterone, um, crying at the drop of a hat kind of thing. And I know in the, in the ver- reverse as well from, uh, male, uh, yeah. From, uh, female to male, like there's just, you're just not as an attached. So, I mean, who knows? I think this is one of those things that we need a lot more uh, information in. This is one of those things that, you know, um, if, if, it was more lucrative or, you know, we weren't in a patriarchy, I think we would have already prioritized these things um as uh, something that's important to research and understand better. But I'm just saying, um uh, I'm I'm in the train lately of just telling you and myself and anyone who will listen, um, that uh, you know, it's not all just you. <laughs> this is what I've kind of been saying, you know, like Uh, Stop blaming yourself because you live in a world that has set you up to be miserable and disempowered and exhausted. (laughs) Stop blaming yourself. It is not your fault. Repeat after me. It's not my fault. Uh, you know, see yourself like a, like a little girl who is really trying because that's who you are and you can't be mad at a little girl. And you shouldn't be mad at yourself. And you can't be mad at someone who's honestly trying. And I know you're honestly trying. And instead, appreciate yourself for how well you are doing in this weird system of oppression and white supremacy, capitalism, patriarchy, that is literally built to disempower us, to confuse us, to isolate us. Um, And, you know, like, this is what I want you to be like to the system, the patriarchal system, medical system, whatever you're fighting with. I want you to do, you know how when you're breaking up the, the pretend thing to say, it's not you, it's me. No, I want you to the system to say, it's not me, it's you. It's you system. <laughs> you are the one that's making me um, exhausted and confused and disempowered. Now that isn't to just hold up your victim card and just like, lean into it and that's it. No, no, no. This is acknowledging truths and facts and this is allowing us to have an honest conversation of why we are so tired and why this is so hard. And, you know, I want us to celebrate ourselves as we continue to build our lives and communities and families on uh, a foundation of love and inclusivity and Beautiful feminist values of taking care of each other and everyone having value and everyone having a voice, and you are doing so much better than you think you are, you know. And uh, uh, you are honestly doing great. I want you to repeat after me: I am doing great. You are doing great. You're doing great in the face of so much adversary, ad- ad- <laughs> adversary conditions and 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 confusion and weirdness, and you know trying matters and effort matters. And you know, we got, we got healing and growth, you know, the whole cha-cha three steps forward, two steps back, right? We got healing and growth, cha-cha-cha. Setbacks and pain, cha-cha-cha. Wisdom and compassion, (laughs) cha-cha-cha. So when I know, when I say, I know you're doing great and I know you are doing much better than you think, and I know you were trying hard. It is not a hollow statement. I mean it. I truly do. And I know that um, you are doing wonderful things and you're contributing positively to your 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 life and that is a, a wonderful beautiful thing to, to be doing and I want you to tell yourself you're doing so much better than you you think you are honestly doing great now those positive nurturing loving words. If something comes up in your head that tells you that you aren't doing great, some kind of critique, usually the words of someone else in your life, not your limiting beliefs, it's a limiting belief someone else put on you. When it does come up, or it could be from a past trauma, we are women after all. It could be from, um, uh, you know, uh, just a random one-off that someone said something, or you read something that made you think you were lesser than, or, you know, not deserving of love. I, I, when that thought comes up, I want you to acknowledge it. And then I want you to give it a little love, give that part of you a little love and reassurance. And then I want you to replace it with a positive, loving, nurturing thought. And if you're like, Kelly, that feels so weird. Yeah, it does. We're talking about retraining our neural pathways. We're talking about retraining our central nervous system. And our thoughts, every thought you have causes a biochemical reaction in your body. And that then affects every system you got going on in that beautiful internal vessel you got, got to move you about this beautiful life on this third rock from the sun. So that you can live a gorgeous life on your own terms. If you would only truly appreciate how great you are doing. How you are doing so much better than you think. And that you are trying. And gosh, trying, trying really matters. And I want you one more time for this show. I want you to repeat after me. I am doing great. Because you are. And now for the featured song of the show. This is a little little short one, a little 45-second one. It uh, I found it on the interweb and I was like, this is too perfect. It is actually the beginning theme song of another podcast. Um, but the podcast hasn't really said anything since 2019. I came across it. It's Laura von Holt, and the podcast is called You're Doing Great. <laughs> And uh, Laura Von Holt is an interesting gal. Um, Her Instagram says, uh, writer, fairy boss, mother, mermaid mogul. Uh, And she does uh, like professional mermaid stuff (laughs) and a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, But I wanted to include just, you know, the synopsis of this show is that you are doing great. You're doing better than you think you are um and i just wanted to give that kind of message and that kind of love in musical form so i will leave you with laura von holtz you're doing great mad mega love to you um and i will see you so very soon make sure to tell yourself you're doing a great job because you really really
0: Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down The fields, you're doing great!
1: (laughs)